And we're back, and you are listening to VillainCast, BJJ Antiheroes, with myself, Chris the Villain Pains, and Naki El Jefe Arshed. And welcome to Reap the Week. Firstly, a thank you to our sponsors, the lovely patrons on Patreon. Thank you for believing in this work, and if you'd like to learn more about supporting this channel along with receiving exclusive content, such as the new episodes of How to Defend Everything 3.0, along with personal coaching, you can find out more via Chris Payne's bjj.com. It's been, what, three or four weeks? Yeah, it's been a few weeks. I don't know, time is a flat circle. Um, Yeah, but... I was prepared. I had other guests available uh, and released those episodes whilst I was uh, away, and I think it worked out. And it meant that we have we can we can dive into some stuff now. Um, I won't ask if you've watched them or listened to them. <laughs> they were good. They were good. No, I do. I, I do watch them. You're a busy guy. I don't watch them all, but I watch uh, some parts of them. Yeah. I've got on some fantastic guests soon. Um, not that you're fan- not fantastic, uh, but there's some interesting. You're also interesting. I'm not. I'm not going to sound good. There's some other people coming on. Um, thank you, coach. Thank. <laughs> well, no, I enjoy doing this. This is a lot of fun. I get. I love that we get to do this. I've actually missed this because. Um, so I've been in uh, Europe for a couple of weeks. I went to. I did a seminar in uh, Radolfsfeld. Um, it's, it's literally just above. Zurich, just over the Swiss border in Germany. Um, did a fun uh, weekend camp there. Um, then went straight over to the BJJ Globetrotters camp in Heidelberg. And it was mad. It was the busiest one they've done there. I think usually it's about 230 people. And this year it was 315. It was just... There was like 40 black belts. It was... Uh, Damn. It was, it, was, it was a heavy few days. Um, but we had Josh McKinney and Steve Hordinsky on... Um, in the meantime, the, the keeping uh, keeping uh, the podcast going, um, and yeah, so we didn't have a chance to do this. Uh, did you miss me? Did you miss this? Did you miss Reap the Week? Of course, man. Of course, I like Reap the Week. It's a good time to sit down, chat some shit, talk some sense if we can. <laughs> talk some talk some sense. Well, I think it's one of the benefits of having the the Discord channel as well is that you know there there's always questions and ideas coming through that um that yeah. we can get to talk about and it was fun as well like uh, a shout out to to benny and tomo um i met them at the heidelberg camp and apparently they listen to all these oh. uh, podcasts nice. it's weird now meeting people who are fans of this <laughs> like, we actually get like a decent number of listeners every week um i was checking some numbers somewhere um i don't know the veracity of them but you're saying uh, about how many, what's good numbers for a podcast. And not just in the BJJ world, but in the podcasting world, I think we're in the top 10% of listened to podcasts. Yeah. Which is utterly insane that we're just sitting here chatting shit weekly and <laughs> people are listening. So to anyone out there listening, thank you. Uh, it's a lot of fun doing this. Um and yes, say hello if you ever see us out on the road. Yeah, yeah, um, always. I think I'm back in, I'm in Europe again. I've got a camp with Sven Groten in Switzerland, uh, beginning of September. Then I'm in Georgia, in Tbilisi, end of September. And then uh, Munich for the Artemis camp 
um, in October. So there's a few. I'll be away uh, around Europe, and if I'm always available, if people want to get hold of me, uh, I imagine you're going to be out on the road at some point as well. We'll stick you out on the road, Nack. Yeah, time for you to go uh, spread the good word. I haven't planned anything yet, but uh, I've got to avenge my uh, loss first, and then we'll talk talk uh, traveling after. Yes. Yes, and we can talk about that because I think it's it's good talking about wins. It's also good talking about losses. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, would you like to just go? Well, yeah, it happened whilst I was away. What happened, Nick? What what? Give us the rundown. Well, everything was going good. Everything. I had a good warm up. I was. Everything was good. I can't complain about anything. But then uh, I did something. Well, I don't usually do. I haven't done in training, and then I ended up being stuck in a kimura. <laughs> I watched the video. And were you going for a bear and bowl, though? I don't know what I was going for, mate. Like, I've tried to watch it a million times. And I'm thinking, what, what are you going for there, kid? Like, So, yeah, so Naki had a super fight whilst I was away. And, yeah, you looked you looked in decent nick. You'd, you'd been training well. Everything's been going so well at the gym. Um, and the fight, you looked, you looked dominant. You looked stable. Uh, the leg lot, the, uh, the long-ton dandelion, <laughs> or the Texas cloverleaf, whatever you want to call it, looked good. Um, you did look like you lost a bit of uh, composure, maybe slipping for the the next heel hook yeah. when you didn't get it. Um, and then, yeah, I think uh, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I watch it nearly every day, thinking, "What the hell are you doing there, kid?" Uh, you're you're being on top. You're doing all the right things, and then it looked like you're going for some sort of from top side control, Baron Bolo. Yeah, and then I think he's kind of rolled uh, as I've, he's come out of turtle, and then I've left my arm in there. I shouldn't I should have just stood up like we usually do anyway in training? Like, I don't know. I can't answer that. Question. Yeah, you went a bit. You went a bit deep on the the turtle. I think I got excited. After that kind of scramble, and I think because I thought I was dealing with him how I was, I thought I can just bide my time and play around. I think that I didn't take it seriously after a certain point. Yeah, he looked like he uh, he 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 was a good guy. He snatched that really yeah, fast. Yeah. Like your arm was in there. And he yeah, just, yeah, he, he went for elbow. it. Yeah. Yes, but lessons. Yep, lessons. Lessons, lessons, to learn. lessons learned. Um, good. That's all that matters. Um, yeah, and so you got your when's your rematch? October the eighth. Eighth. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll prepare for it. Um, <laughs> We have been. So pre- we have I had, been preparing for it. We have been. We have been. Um, so I had a lot of fun whilst I was away, uh, and I did. I went with uh, the intention of just doing one thing the entire camp and just playing with it, and that was balance and being on top. That was it. It kind of goes into um, a couple of questions we've had in the Discord. Uh, so one was about tripod passing. And Damien Meyer's approach, um, Ryan Hall went into detail about it as well. And again, it's all kind of like the same conversation we're having of remaining in balance. And tripods are very stable structures. And, you know, Ryan put it really well that when you make a tripod or or whenever you're upright and stable, if you're to make a tripod of your body, you only go over the edges. You don't go over the corners. Same with if you make a rectangle, a table of your body. You only go over where there's a missing limb. Um, and so I think the, the idea of tripod passing is 
it's not necessarily passing and that's one thing we've, we've been working on since i got back is uh just staying stable and upright and being aware of where your that your your base is your shadow between those corners and your balance is where you're sitting in that shadow of that tripod shape and i think it's also really important of of posture because i think when you when you've got your head dropped and your arms are maybe locked out or whatever um it's easy to get triangled because you're on one hand or kamorad or something like that so i think posture is massive um and it goes into that bigger conversation of you think you learn jujitsu by learning more techniques when in fact just doing balance repeatedly makes you better. No, I felt the difference. I felt the difference. I've been doing it. I did it again today at the open mat and uh, they, they, they were fucked, mate. Like they, they didn't have an answer. <laughs> like uh, any, anywhere I turn, anywhere I try to put a knee in place or anytime I go for an attack, it's just you're there and I can't move. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. I like this. Well, that's what I was playing when, when I, I came back and we, we had a go on Monday is that I thought I just want to keep a leaning pressure on you and a balance and no matter what you did it wouldn't affect my balance mm. I'm not consciously trying to pass I think if I became more desperate you'd give up things I'd be more yeah, yeah exactly which is what I was hoping for I thought like, if I could move you a bit and get you excited I can create a scramble or create some gaps that I can start doing things from but it was uh, it was uh, bad <laughs> yeah um and there's a lot to say about that, as in, I think maybe having the black belt and thinking that I don't need more technique, or knowing that I don't really need more technique, but I'm not using any techniques when I'm doing this. I'm not like doing headquarters or knee cuts or anything like I'm a new technique. I'm just thinking, right, stay upright, stay feet connected to the ground so I can generate some forward pressure. Um inhabit the space so you don't have any um keep my balance keep my posture like i'm always aware of my hips and my back and my neck and i'm always making sure that i'm hinging at my hips and never at my back and that's been quite a lot of with fixing uh some posture issues especially if you start like maybe because there's a few times you went for my leg like just making sure that i don't allow you to twist me up i'm keeping everything yeah tracked um, and keeping that balance uh, and then kind of defeats anything you can do for jiu-jitsu after that as I don't feel I could teach anything now <laughs> because there's no point as in we suck as a sport so bad at balance and posture like we get told it on day one stay upright keep good posture and then you kind of forget it because you just keep learning techniques then circling back around, realizing this is all you actually have to do. Just this, repeatedly. Master this, and then techniques will just come. Yeah. I, I mate, since I've got my black belt in January, I, I just want to throw it away. Like, I don't know. I, I honestly think, sit there sometimes thinking, I don't deserve this. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Tell me. Well, that's one of the, like, the, the follow-up questions that has come up on the Discord. Mm. Is It was one of the, uh, hi, Benny. Um, is from Australia, like listening to this. I I've looked at the statistics for this, and they're literally like I think Australia's the third country on the list of like most listeners. I think it's US first, then UK, and then Australia. Nice. 
and then I think about thirty other countries. Like there's Philippines, there's everything. It's like <laughs> why? <laughs> Good God. Um anyway. Uh yeah, so Benny asked, um, because we talked about this at the like I did a QA session at the Globetrotters camp. And it's about how this changes the criteria for getting a new belt. Mm. And mm. that's become really difficult is when I had more of a technical mindset, it was kind of easy to get what kind of level people were. Yeah. Um, but now just running off balance and stability and posture, I I don't know. I, uh, I'm kind of... I, I had this thought the other day myself... Uh, Whilst you were away, because I was watching uh, one of the, the couple of the lads who have been white belt for a while, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe. And then I'm thinking, like, what criteria can I judge these guys? Because if they're on top of me, it's very hard to get up. If I'm on top of them, like, they'll fucking fight till the death. Like, there's no technique per, you know, like, technical mindset. It's it's different now. I can't, I can't find the criteria. I'm trying to suss it out in my head, like, how are we going to promote people? <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a few things that have kind of maybe fucked it up a little bit for us in that, weirdly, and considering, I don't know, how how gyms are usually run and how we used to run, uh, pushing this idea of uh, not being there, best way of wording it, not being out for just yourself, as in going to the gym thinking, uh, Rob Biernaki, that podcast from a couple of weeks ago, he said it really well that for most people, competition is who's in the gym. And I think that creates the worst environment about jujitsu is that there's always that hierarchy, there's always the leaderboard, there's always that league table that you see yourself when you walk in. And you're trying to climb the leaderboard and make sure that people underneath you don't overtake you. And that's how, you know, essentially you're getting your belts is you just keep climbing up that leaderboard and put more people underneath you. And all of a sudden, if someone bigger comes in who will then use their size and strength to smash through you to climb that leaderboard and people then get upset and like, you know, this fucker's hurt me and stuff like that. It's like, well, at what point is this a team then? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and to really like push that idea that no fuck that fuck the leaderboard fuck the league table um, fuck your personal gains um, we're here for the team and if we all work together and support each other and, and do the right thing by each other the rising tide will raise all ships and so I don't know is it is it communism have we, have we, <laughs> did we invent <laughs> communism? <laughs> well, we implemented it into our gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. So we got we're doing constraint-led ecological approach learning and Karl Marx style sparring. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, <laughs> we are Venezuela. Tell them, tell them your nickname in the in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so we're North Korea. <laughs> Chris Jong Un. Chris Jong Un. Um, <laughs> the dictator. Well, so, pre, we were talk. We had a quite a decent discussion about this because he was like unsure how the hell we're doing what we're doing. He even said like, I don't think there's anything I can give you guys now <laughs> that you wouldn't just go. 
no, we don't need that. It doesn't work. Um, <laughs> he's supposed to be coming over next year. And we're all like, well, uh, let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, like, I'm, you know, we both kind of hit the agreement that you have to be on top. Like, you have to be able to keep balance, stay upright. Um, I mean, you watch him roll, and he does it. He's got always got posture and balance. And it should be something that everyone has from day one. And I said that you have to be a dictator on this. Because if you give people choice, they'll be lazy. And, you know, we reaching that conclusion at the gym of the objectivity of it. As in, if people are happy to play guard, it's easier to sweep them. And so everyone just turns to shit then because people are falling over when you go for sweeps. So you have to be a bit of a dictator and say, no, sorry, you, you stay the fuck upright. That will make us all better if you stay the fuck upright because then we have to be more honest. Um, and so, yeah, I know. I am Chris Jong-un and this is uh, North Korea Jiu-Jitsu. Um, <laughs> but it's working well. Yeah, it is working well. <laughs> and we've retained, um, our retention rate's quite, been quite good. So it's not like we've lost people or new people come in and they've never come back. I've noticed that the retention rate has actually improved since people are... Well, no, actually, people even the lower people now are getting better. Yeah, The people who are less... Yeah, and that's, I think, because of the rising tide mentality of we're not keeping each other down anymore. You know, I'm... we're, We're the coaches and we're directing travel, but that's it. Like, there's no separation of belts there's no hierarchy uh it's not like you know white belts over here purple belts over here like no we're all together and we'll play to each other's level to raise each other up um instead of thinking oh this guy tapped me he's only a white belt or oh i'm a brown belt why is this blue belt giving me a hard time like fuck that um because then there's always going to be size disparities strength disparities age disparities and when there's a an absolute league table People get injured. People get sad, um, and and that's what you know. The old mentality used to be dog eat dog, but I think this is the healthiest approach. Um, and it came out accident. Yeah, complete I think, accident. I think, <laughs> well, I think it's because now we start doing more takedowns mm. and more physicality. You had to be more wary of your partners. Yeah. Like when there's that leaderboard, it's kind of like there's that unspoken agreement that we'll stay on the floor just to keep safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody gives um, a fuck now. They don't care how good you are. Or they're gonna fucking get up and take you down. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but take you down nicely, yeah. as in, as in, oh. slam cam care about the other person. <laughs> yeah, we have slam cam, but they get put down nicely. Yeah, they do. They do. And people get people get to play, and um, that rising tide mentality has, I think, made everyone healthier in the gym and kept that retention rate yeah. and made it more of that team environment and i think that's really important is it we call them a team we all have teams it's why we can't be an olympic sport because we can't get over the idea of a fucking team um but uh as soon as you're in the gym it's a leaderboard is a league table and you fight to keep your pace on the league table it's why we have i think stripes on black belts hmm as in, it's a way of... You think, you know, a black belt's supposed to be a badass. 
But at a certain point, you get old. And you're going to get your head kicked in by younger... You know, a nightmare for me to deal with. Not I don't mind getting tapped by them, but a 22-year-old brown belt. Like, an athletic, competitive, 22-year-old brown belt. Pain in the ass of my 36-year-old black belt ass. Um, it's because they see your black belt and they go, I want to scalp a black belt today. They must be mystical people. Yeah. Like, no, I'm a human being. I'm 36 years old. Like, you're going to kick the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just getting older. By the time, in 10 years time, when I'm 46, fighting 22-year-old brown belts, I'm probably going to tap all the goddamn time. So how do I keep my relevance? I get stripes on my black belt the longer I'm at it. Mm. It's how old black belts keep relevant when, in fact, they probably get the shit kicked out of them by most athletic blue belts. Um, I mean, I rolled with Silver Fox whilst I was in Heidelberg. The guy's, what, a fourth or fifth degree black belt? But he's in mm. his 60s. And, like, so, you know, we rolled. It was, in, it was an intelligent, technical roll. But if I went ham, just bang, I would have snapped his ass. Like, I probably would have killed him. But that... Does that mean he's not good? No, he's very technical. He knows his shit. But age is a thing. Athleticism plays a, it's a massive part. It's a sport. Yeah, it's a sport, exactly. At some point, Messi, as good as he is, is going to get old, and some 22-year-old is going to do him over. <laughs> this is the way it works. He'll have to retire. Watch tennis is, long enough. Yeah. This is why exactly. they retire, they don't. Like, this is life. It's one of them things, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's sport. You can't keep it forever. Yeah. And especially if you've got no... Your ability to coach is poor. How else do you keep relevance and keep making money? You just put tabs on your black belt. <laughs> uh, it's all right. You're going to get yours soon. I'm nowhere near what, it. Two and a half years? Yeah, that's what I mean. Two and a half years. <laughs> it passes fast. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird feeling when you get your black belt, isn't it? Because like, what the hell do I do now? Yeah. Like, there's, there's nothing else to get. Well, for me, we just restarted. <laughs> I went back to white belt. Like, that's how I felt. All the changes happened. Do you know what I your go- black belt is? Yeah, in my bag. <laughs> do you ever wear it? Uh, sometimes. I took mine with me uh, for this entire trip. Didn't wear it once. <laughs> We, we, I don't know, man. I think winter's coming up, ain't it? So more, probably a bit more gee. Doesn't mean shit. You didn't wear your black belt last time. We had cold weather. I don't wear. Like you just put your gee on. Yeah, I don't put a belt on. That's it. <laughs> I know we don't. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! Who gives a shit? I know exactly. And that's like circling back around to this whole thing about like promotions and stuff. It does make it difficult because you think in the gym, you wouldn't. Is there a need to promote in the gym if you have this communist mentality? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, like maybe for competition Competitions, purposes, yeah. but I think that's about. I think that's about it. Yeah. Like, and if people then get pissy, like, oh, you know, I'm not getting stripes or, or I'm not getting a belt in the gym. We're 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 a single unit. Like we've chucked it out. We don't believe it anymore. Yeah, but then you get Could people you imagine going getting out. Stripes? Oh, we never did stripes anyway, but I think it'd be the case of like, uh, say someone's been doing it five, six years and they're still technically a white belt. You know what I mean? It might be the case. We of... have those. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we have people who are very good, like, you know, very, very skilled people on the mats. Never 
giving them a belt. Yeah. Do you need one? Um, yeah, and that's. I think it's again the the belt is a is another signifier of the hierarchy of the gym that then creates this toxic environment. And yeah, I think it ha- it's helpful when it comes to competing because um, you know you're competing against people of a roughly similar skill set to you. And I think that's our job from here on out is to essentially have people compete and go right. Did you win? Did you lose? Yeah. If you won, you go up. If you didn't win, you stay where you I are. I think that's what it's going um, to be now. But in the gym, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I, I don't want a hierarchy anymore. I want people who can explain their jujitsu. Absolutely, I don't give a fuck who that is. Um, I mean, shit. The amount of times that we've had the blue belts or whatever, like people previous blue belts, as in blue belts from when we were in our capitalist state <laughs> before we flicked to communism <laughs> captains of industry and now they are you know anyone who can well then again like no because you think the morning sessions are run by chris the white belt yeah who cares I, he's good he, he knows his stuff he's he's is eager um i don't care who the fuck runs it like, does it have to be a black belt? As long as someone understands the jiu-jitsu and can explain it and keep keep the uh, the regime running. Yeah, just a just a person in charge. Who cares? Yeah, fuck hierarchy. We need we need someone to lead to direct it. But after that, fuck the hierarchy. <laughs> we've 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 transcended past belts now. <laughs> we've circled back around to submission wrestling. <laughs> It was funny. Um, so, hearing people play this, uh, especially at the camp, and like you know, whispering in a few ears, like, "Hey, how about you don't fall over? How about you stay upright? Hmm. How about you stay balanced?" Like they've, I've heard reports about that people have gone, "Oh, so you're a wrestler?" <laughs> <laughs> so if I stay upright and don't fall over the time, it makes me a wrestler. What does that make jujitsu people? Yeah, yeah, that's a. Uh... It's a bad one, that is, if you think about it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. That's why I, I know. Um, whenever somebody like, talks to me like, oh, are you uh, jiu-jitsu? I'm like, look, yeah, I'm graded in jiu-jitsu, but I don't do jiu-jitsu, you know what I mean? Like, I do a range of grappling arts. Well, no, because then jiu-jitsu is just the rule set. Yeah. But even then, like, jiu-jitsu rule set has morphed over time to include leg locks, yeah. which weren't there initially. So grappling i think we only use the term bjj in jiu-jitsu because it's the marketable colloquial term but grappling grappling grapple if it involves not striking we probably do it but then we include striking every now and then um shout out to eddie bravo (laughs) (laughs) um i'd be interested as i because i don't know many other gyms that kind of maybe use this mentality so if anyone's listening to this, I love hearing people feedback after listening to this. Have you tried communism? Have you tried? Um, maybe that's not the right term. Maybe we use socialism. Yeah, socialism sounds better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viva yeah. Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, demo- de- yeah, <laughs> democratic socialism. Um, not communism. But you still need a dictator. Um I'm interested to see what other people's thoughts are and if they've tried anything like this and if it would help or if they want to implement it. If you want to implement it and you want ideas on how to be a dictator to impose your socialist regime, um, just hit, hit me up on Instagram. No, that's, that's, that's our next DVD, Chris. You've got the title there. 
Can you imagine? You know, can you imagine the Americans losing their mind? Dude, that's a DVD that ain't selling a single one. <laughs> the burn um, Oh, oh, I think, I think you're onto something. I think, uh, I think the next DVD for fanatics is how to become a dictator and impose a socialist regime. Um, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> I have ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> can't even say it's late usually we record these like yeah. late in the evening but it's relatively early and we're already talking about socialism <laughs> maybe we need to do things later so we don't actually go down this mm. route um i have noticed i'm wearing red like it's the sign of a socialist <laughs> um yeah i do bringing it back i think it is unhealthy i think the hierarchy needs to be abolished the patriarchy bring it down um <laughs> Um, maybe I've I haven't even seen Barbie. Like, but maybe I need to. I'll get some ideas. Um, uh, so also, I you haven't met him. Um, Josh's dad, Steve McKinney, has just released a DVD on fifteen minute workouts for BJJ or like a, uh, a website. I highly recommend. I haven't seen it, but known Steve, I think it needs to be checked out because Steve McKinney. God damn, he is a cruel man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the only time like I've ever felt like after a fifteen-minute workout that I was going to die. Oh, so gotta check it out. Then. Shout out to Steve McKinney. Yeah, if you're interested in jujitsu fitness, I think that's what I want to lead on to is. Um, how did you feel fitness-wise for this fight? Oh, I was good, man. This is what I mean. Like my fitness was good, cardio, everything was good. Like the only thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. Which is my focus, you know what I mean? Or whatever it was, whatever you want to call it. Discipline. Discipline, yeah, that's the one. Discipline, discipline. yes. Discipline. discipline. And that's, again, why we need a dictator, to enforce discipline si, in these socialist republics. Si, hombre. Okay, Fidel. <laughs> <laughs> Fidel Cristro. <laughs> there we go. Fidel Cristro, that's the new one now. I'm going to change your name up from the villain. To Fidel Cristro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually trying to figure out like um, new T-shirts. So I, I did one. I was testing out the fabric and stuff like that, and you know how it's going to come across. And I'm definitely going down this route. It's Fidel Cristro now. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh fuck! Um, right. Okay, that went sideways. Um, yeah. So fitness was good. Um, that's one thing. I noticed rolling in Germany. It's the first time... Okay, my black... I blew my back out on day five. Not in a roll. Um, <laughs> dicking around with Charles's girlfriend, Natasha. When So you've met them both. And when Natasha isn't there, I am surrogate Natasha to Charles Harriet Black Belt. And so we... we the reason I got injured is that I think we tried to make a Power Rangers Megazoid of like she climbed up my shoulders and so we became super Natasha to impose upon Charles and I've been rolling with black belts and brown belts and all these kind of people you know for four days and I get my back blown out making a Power Rangers Megazoid to intimidate Charles Harriet <laughs> but before that my fitness was fantastic fitter than I felt in a very long time mm. um 
I've been wearing my Fitbit, and it kind of like Fitbit, Pixel Watch, whatever, uh, and it kind of tracks um, my resting heart rate, like average. It's come down by about six beats per minute. Wow! Since when? March. Wow, that's mad. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I used to be averaging around about Christmas, January time, February, March. I was averaging sixty four, sixty five. I'm now averaging about fifty six. Fuck you now. Fifty seven. I know. I'm like, holy hell. Um, who knew that hard cardio would improve <laughs> my 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 resting heart rate and my general fitness? Yeah, it's, it's um, the intensity man in the gym now. Yeah, I think it was the intensity in the gym uh, that made me realize, holy shit, I need to go. If this is an athletic sport, I need to now go and do some athletic yeah, work. Put some extra work in. Yeah, I mean, I do twenty minutes of. 150 to 180 cardio probably about four times a week five times a week um plus weights uh along with jiu-jitsu so it's it's uh, an extra um and it was you know no matter how i never keep to the same uh like level on the on the equipment i always have to make i'm always checking my heart to make sure it's always in that range mm. um so it doesn't matter what i'm doing i have to live in that area and yeah it's it's I didn't feel tired whatsoever whilst I was away. I actually got worried that I was like, man, I need to go and find a gym. Like, I need to go and like, do some cardio. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, it's good, man. It's good. I've noticed that as well. My cardio is uh, completely different. Like, I didn't have any issues cardio-wise. I, I, when Khir, so Khir is one of our blue belts um, from the capitalist regime period. Um, and he cardio tapped me like he pressured me enough it went for my neck and i just didn't have anything in it in me to fight back i was like god damn need to fix this <laughs> uh, it's a shameful moment yeah but but i'm lessons willing learned. to admit yeah, shame. lessons learned yeah lessons learned it was cardio um <laughs> so yeah i think steve mckinney needs to be sort yeah, of checked yeah, out because uh, those guys are I mean, Josh is built like a squirrel. Um, he's just shredded. Uh, and he does well in competition. So he's got some good cardio. Ca- um, cardio. Mm. Uh, so his dad, dad, Steve McKinney, also a black belt. He's also built like a squirrel. Uh, mm. just muscular and shredded. Definitely check out Steve McKinney. Yeah. Um, I think that's one thing as well about fitness for jujitsu is... I, you know, back in the gym after what three or four years out, I've been lifting, you know, heavy, trying to get big, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then realizing that it doesn't help. Isometric strength, holding steady. Yeah. So after all this time, gymnastics. Yeah. Gymnastics and rock climbing, bouldering, holding those shapes and that posture and that balance on a wall or on floor of gymnastics. Way better for jiu-jitsu strength. What are your thoughts? Because you're a pretty strong guy. Am I? Like, <laughs> you, probably, you can probably bench a lot. No, I don't bench. I've, I very rarely bench. Like uh, I don't oh. I do not do PR and PVs and all that bollocks. I don't believe in that shit, especially for what we do, because we're not there to break PVs or anything, are we really? We're just trying to 
progress. So, no, you will be surprised. I have been doing rings for about a year, the gymnastic rings. Oh, yeah. So nice. that's why my sh- so not too dissimilar. No, so that's why I've come away a bit from bouldering. So I thought I'm going to concentrate on that. So yeah, man, I uh, that's where my shape is changing a lot because of the rings. I haven't really made that public before, but yeah, I've been. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do them once a week, definitely, but I try to get them in three times a week at least. But once is defo, like without question, once a week. And even that mate fucks you up, especially when you're doing grappling, rings, striking. Uh, you're fucked. I think it'd be interesting, maybe, because we're we're now uh, we've got some decent equipment for recording. Holy hell, the the equipment now for recording videos, it's all fantastic. When we get these new videos coming out, like we're going to record some this week. Just you wait for the audio quality. Before it sounded like we were held underwater a mile away, and now it's it's crystal, and it's and the quality of the video. Good lord. Um maybe we should like film our workouts. Yeah. Like a workout jujitsu video. What do we do for working out in jujitsu? Yeah, why not? Try and stick some Steve McKinney's work. <laughs> maybe it's fifteen minute workouts. <laughs> um something to consider. Yeah, I'm gonna check um, that out actually. Yeah. Guys the guy's smart. The guy knows what he's doing. The guy's uh, intelligent. Right, um right. Yeah, so that's uh, that's something we consider. consider. Uh, anyone listen to this who thinks that oh, maybe some fitness tips as well from these two relatively unathletic people, because <laughs> like, <laughs> um, the other one I was following was like Martin Rooney, uh, his Warrior Cardiff for Hurricanes. Hurricanes yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what. So a few of the lads in the gym who are looking at competing those, that's the kind of protocol that i gave them i said just like buy that book and it brought their cardio on no end um even if they then told me that they sometimes smoke they still had good cardio i'm like that's interesting yeah um maybe you should stop smoking as well and get even better mm, well yeah don't <laughs> smoke tobacco don't waste your time with that shit there's better things. To, I've never smoked. There's better things to smoke. I've, ne- I've never smoked anything. I just ran into fire <laughs> and just took long, long falls of crap carbon monoxide. <sighs> oh, that's the thing. So after like, so you go into a fire wearing like the breathing apparatus and you know do all that kind of jazz. But then once the fire was out, you go into like scoop out the burnt stuff and chuck it out the window or something, rid out. But you wouldn't wear breathing apparatus for that. And there's obviously, it's still creating crap in the air. You're breathing that in. Or like grass fires, like this time of year, I'd be out in the fields for like two weeks putting out forest fires and grass fires. You don't wear, you know, we're, we're out there all goddamn day. You don't wear any breathing protection. You go back and you just blow your nose and it's just black. Mm. Um, so I imagine I've probably had more lung damage yeah. than any smoker. Um, one reason to quit. Firefighting, not smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Firefighting's bad for you. <laughs> um, I, it would be interesting actually find out if that actually ever affected my mm. cardio. Maybe that's feel I feel better now. It's not that I've actually done more cardio in the gym. I just yeah, not in the fire. Don't inhale anymore. fumes. <laughs> yeah, I don't suck on fumes all day every day. <laughs> um, 
Who knows? Uh, who have we got coming up? We've got Stefan Kesting, also a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, explains the moustache. Firefighters love moustaches. Um, and Lachlan Giles. Oh, yes. Emily Kwok. Katsu hopefully should be on. Nice. Kit Dale, nice. hopefully. Um, Charles Harriet, Jordan <laughs> Pressinger. Jordan teaches jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I was thinking about that then. What? I know. Um, man, there's going to be so many... This podcast... <laughs> Anyone listen to it now? You're, there, you're like, you're a hipster. You were there before it got cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was just us. Yeah. Like, discussing socialism. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad to have Reap the Week back. No, no, it's good, um, man. I've been telling you for ages, we need it, man. We need it. We need it. I know, it's like, it's like some sort of therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> we have our little, you know, physical therapy session. Yeah. And then we Mental. have our emotional yeah, emotional, therapy. Yeah, yeah. emotional. Emotional therapy session. Um, and it's good for us. Uh, I'll let you to your evening. This has been a fun yes. return to Reap the Week. Um Check out the upcoming podcasts. Um, so we record this on the Wednesday night, this time. Usually on Tuesday. Sorry, Patreon. It would have come out today. Um, so it'll be, uh, if anyone listening on the Thursday morning, uh, send us ideas on Discord, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I don't reply to any of it. <laughs> Just, I read it. <laughs> um, so yeah, any any uh, other things you want to talk to us about, uh, want, us to, want us to talk about, uh, questions for us uh, if you want to try socialism um, uh, or being a dictator highly recommend it um, hit us up on those channels uh, I've highly recommend Linktree Naki mm-hmm. uh, like stick all your links together I put it on the top of my Instagram and useful app oh, anyway thank you. Uh, this has been Reap the Week with Naki El Jefe Arshed and Chris Paynes oh any final words, Nack? Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>